0: You are listening to a Reverie Original podcast. Download the Reverie app to start streaming the best in queer film series, podcast, and music, girl. <music> Bitches. And their friends. Welcome to Do Not Disturb with Jade. My name is Jade. This is season two, and I'm sitting down with the great Ryan, the Slay God Mitchell. What
1: up? How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Honestly, I appreciate you so much for like bringing me on to this. Like, this is your second season of your podcast. It's my
0: second season, and I love how I literally like just dropped the show, and then I came back and I was like, it's season two. Bitch. <laughs> like, you got to learn how to flip and rebrand. You got
1: to like do what works for you at all times, exactly, you know? Exactly.
0: Exactly. So, um I want to finish this conversation we were having before mm-hmm. we get into the meat and potatoes of this of this uh, this meal that we're about to have. All right. So, um before we hit record, me and Ryan were talking about um, our our, you know, how we Express ourselves in arguments, yes. you know, with significant others, and you know, Ryan was telling me men yeah.
1: aren't shit. That's what I was telling her.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you dealt with a dude who was complete trash.
1: Yes. Oh, oh my goodness! Like, what is the the trash thing from uh, Sesame Street? What was his name Oscar?
0: Yeah, Oscar the Grouch. Yes, mm-hmm. he
1: lived there. <laughs> he was his neighbor, and he lived there in a separate garbage can.
0: I almost want to have someone who's, like, super, super, super trash. That way I can, like, get out all my frustrations and it's justified.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for me now... It has kind of gave not given me PTSD because I'm so ready to have sex again. Like I'm mm-hmm. so ready to fucking fuck. Hopefully I can cuss. I didn't oh, ask. Oh,
0: hopefully. <laughs> I didn't ask. Encourage. Because
1: um, fuck is my favorite word. Um, but no, I'm like so ready to kind of see what's next and mm-hmm. even date outside of my race. Like I'm very open to a mm-hmm. lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't I, go to Pride. I did go to Pride. Okay. Um, but even Pride is just a lot sometimes. It is. Like, really a lot. Um, so I just, i rather sometimes just stay at home. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm such a homebody. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'll never meet anyone unless they, like, knock on and say, hey, I, I got your package. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know it, I'm, like, on the floor sucking so his dick or something.
0: Speaking of, I thought of a joke today. Okay. What do you call a man mm-hmm. that has the full package? Oh. <laughs> This is so
1: good. Honestly, all I thought was, like, how big is the package?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that your guess? Okay,
1: yeah, that's my guess.
0: Um, So, what you call a man that has a whole package? A priority male. (laughs) (gasps) What? The bell.
1: Please, uh, thank you. I'm so glad there's a bell here. That was Y'all some. Can steal that. that was like some like RuPaul's Drag Race like judge panel Yo, judge level.
0: Me and Vanessa watched that show, and I was like, I could be a writer for this show. Not I even love a writer. Puns.
1: You should be at like the guest judge because you would be so good during the runway. Uh, you would be
0: so good. I like when I watch RuPaul's Drag Race, like my mouth literally drops. Like I'm yeah. like in awe. Of the fact that these garments like obviously there's some that they buy the garments and they get tailored and that type of thing that's totally cool but then there's like others that craft them themselves with their own hands like they sew them
1: I'm not that type of gay like
0: Like what I
1: I honestly can't draw I'm surprised that I get dressed in the morning Mm -hmm. but I really I mean I do really like I like fashion and stuff but the actual sewing and all that that's like a talent
0: it's a talent I don't have time no
1: not at all like I'm just too busy trying to get my life together now
0: same i mean i feel like speaking of, like getting our lives together i i don't know if you felt this last week mm-hmm. but last week which is the week i don't know you guys are gonna be hearing this uh, like i think a week later or maybe two weeks later but um last week anthony bourdain the chef um, oh my god yes. committed suicide oh jesus but i feel like there was a cloud of like doom and gloom over mm-hmm. last week oh most definitely and like it's, it's crazy how, like, everybody can be on the same, like, wavelength. Yeah. You know? And, cause, and now going back to this week, I feel like everybody's, like, in a bit of high, higher spirits. And you just want to be out here fucking fucking. And, you know? Oh,
1: my God. Yes. I do, I do think, especially because, I mean, it was Kate Spade. And then yeah. it was Anthony Bourdain. Both two things that, like, two people that I was not expecting at all, even though Anthony has been very vocal about his mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't expecting that. And, one, I do think, especially with Anthony, I... I wasn't like a a diehard fan like Mm -hmm. like I didn't know like everything but I did respect the work that I did see of his Mm -hmm. and so I mean I I was like this is going to be a moment like I will remember where I was like when this was announced like Mm -hmm. I will remember waking up looking at my phone and being like oh my god it impacted me like in some form or some way
0: yeah and I think that I think when these types of things happen, like on on a I don't want to say mainstream, I don't want to call someone's death mainstream, but just yeah. on a public on a public stage like that, mm-hmm. it gets conversation starting about mental health and suicide. Yeah. And I feel like we're now shaping the conversation of suicide in a more healthy way. Whereas yeah. before it's like it's the selfish act, and how could you do this? And suicide is never the answer and da-da-da-da. Yeah. But when you feel like your life is not worth living anymore, Mm. that's more telling about how you feel about what's going on with you. And it's not at all a response to how other people are making you feel.
1: Yeah, and I think... In in, my opinion. No, honestly, I totally agree with that. And even with just, like, the mental health discussion in general, I think for me being, like, a black person in Mm. my community, and I don't speak for all black people, of course, but in my, like, how I grew up and just my family, there was multiple moments where, like... Even my mom, she dealt with mental health issues, and, like, there's people I can pinpoint that Mm -hmm. dealt with these things, but they didn't give it a name or they didn't feel like, like, I come from, like, a Christian background, so my mom was like, we'll just go to church, we'll pray about it, but the next moment you'll be, like, not moving from, like, the couch. So it's, Mm -hmm. like, it's one of those things where, like, they didn't give it a name, like, anxiety or depression, and I feel like I had to step out of, like, the environment that I was grown up in to Mm -hmm. really get a different viewpoint of like oh this is what this is called and actually kind of identify it and put a name mm-hmm. like this is what I feel like this I think this is uh, kind of how I realized like oh i I've dealt with anxiety
0: yeah for so long yeah and it's weird like because I'm you know same story same story as you um I mean even though my parents were super religious my parents were very, very 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 currently still are very 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 southern yeah oh. very oh, like God you know, um, traditional, like two, just two black folks. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, I'm in therapy and I, you know, to to my knowledge, I don't suffer. Ah, I feel like I definitely have uh, depression and anxiety, but, but prior to that, I don't feel like I've suffered anything like that before. Mm-hmm. And it's weird introducing these conversations to them now oh. because... They're like, they think that there's something wrong with me. Yes.
1: My mom, because I, I have a, uh, my first therapist appointment on the 17th, actually. Mm-hmm. So, a couple. I don't know when we're airing this, whatever. Um, I tell my mom that I was thinking about doing it. She said, oh, are, are you okay? Like, is everything? Yeah. Like, she was worried about mm-hmm. me. And... I was like, no, mom, I, I kind of, and honestly, I'm like feeling like, especially with the journey of my life currently, I'm like, I'm kind of the happiest that I've ever been. But there's still some things that I feel like mm-hmm. just talking to people that I feel like if I can't talk to my friends, or like my closest friend. Um, just to get a different perspective, yeah, and i but I've just also been very nervous about it, like because i I feel like I'm so programmed mm-hmm. to think like how thinking about therapy and just thinking about talking to someone where I come from a place you don't let people know your business
0: exactly <laughs> family business is family business, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's one of those things where
1: it's like. I'm I've, I'm like, I've always joked with, like, my best friend. I'm like, dude, as soon as I sit down, I'm probably going to just start crying. Like, it's going to
0: yeah. be, she's going to be like, so hi. Mm-hmm. Tears. Oh, like. It's like, I was watching, I went to a stand-up show once, and this guy, he made this joke about how older, like, older, like, black people, mm-hmm. like, 70s, 80-year-old, like, black people, if they ask you how you're doing, you automatically start crying.
1: <laughs> and it's so true, because
0: I got the visual of, like, an older black woman coming to me and being like... So how are you? Ooh. How are you doing, baby? And I'm just like, waterfalls. <laughs> Rocket to waterfalls. <laughs> like, like,
1: Come everywhere. through, yes. Like, it's, it's, I feel like I'm going to be very emotional because I don't necessarily, I'm the type of person where I don't like to, I feel like me explaining myself or telling people kind of like what I'm going through puts a burden on them in some form. Yes. But I'm in, like, and it's kind of like with my friendships, I will, it's a mood changer for me. i rather just kind of figure it out myself than Mm -hmm. kind of explain it to other people because I'm like, everyone is going through their own things and they're working through their own things. I don't want to add to that plate of telling them, oh my God, I currently hate my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's one of those things where I kind of self-internalize or self-fix, but now I think growing in kind of like figuring out and forming my own opinions of certain things, Mm -hmm. I've realized that I, I don't think that's necessarily the healthiest thing because I don't want to blow up, like, yeah. when it gets to a certain point. And then
0: also, you don't want to, like, like have... don't I, I understand confiding in your friends and, like, mm-hmm. allowing your friends to be there for you, but I don't think that your friend should be your therapist. Yeah. I don't think that you should just unload all the shit that you're going through on one or two people because yeah. I don't think that's healthy for them because then they're going to feel like... They're responsible or not responsible, but they're gonna feel totally. I think responsible need. is a good word. Responsible, yeah, yeah, they're gonna feel responsible for either like what maybe like maybe a part a role that they played in that, yeah. or and or, uh, responsible for your recovery. Yeah, and that's I mean, and eh, I don't think that you anyone should have to do that. No, no, especially no. if it's because that's it's your own personal experiences, stuff that you went through, yeah. your exes, and whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, anyway, though. Ooh. Um, but you're having a good time. You're having a better time now. Oh my god! No. <laughs> I was just like, we do got like a real heavy. I'm like, oh my god,
1: where's the weed or the drinks?
0: Okay. Um,
1: no, but I, yeah, I'm having a great like actually week. I've been looking forward to this like all week.
0: Yeah. Like honestly, so like
1: that so makes looking me happy. This. Yeah.
0: That makes me happy. So. Um, just to give the people a little background on who Ryan is. So, Ryan, you what would you call yourself? Like a host personality? Like what is your ultimate
1: Ugh. goal? Um, My ultimate goal now because hosting is so new to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, really? No. Oh, seriously. The way I got into hosting was like falling into it. I didn't come out to L.A. to be a host. I didn't come out. I came out to work in PR and do behind the scenes work. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. So... I was doing that and then I was working for a company where they basically lived, all their platforms were on YouTube and they Mm -hmm. had like multiple channels and they were like, you know what, we want to see you like be on front of the camera, just be yourself because they had Mm hosts, but they felt like they were too hosty and I think the way the internet was going, Mm -hmm. it's more personality, people connect to who you are. Um, and so they were like, "Okay, let's do it." So they like formed this like panel talk show for me, and it was called Just Saying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Seriously, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a host. I've never wrote like red teleprompter. Don't know what I'm doing, guys. I don't want to fuck this up for you." Mm-hmm. Um, They're like, "No, just be yourself. That's all we're asking." And I was like, "Okay, take me at. If you can't, if you can't take me at my salon, you can't have me at my Beyonce. Just okay. put that out there." Um. So, yeah, that that was that was like the start of the hosting thing where I was like, not really sure I wanted to be on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, one thinking because I didn't feel like I looked a lot like the host that mm-hmm. you would see. Um, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if this really fits me. And everyone's done years of training and hosting yeah. classes. That just seems so rude of me to come in and just like.
0: This is my spot now. <laughs> yeah. I'm captain now.
1: Yeah. It just feels so rude. I was just like, Oh my God. And then um I ended up kind of really liking it. And then this next like I do like social media for a company as well. Um, which is like the company, like that's my full time job. But mm-hmm. through that job, um, I have a show that I co host with Sherry Lazar on Circle Pop Live. And so I feel like now life is throwing me in front of the camera and I've just kind of my, my journey for twenty eighteen has been don't just let it go and just follow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like literally, just let it go, just follow. Because I'm such a perfectionist, where I need to know next steps. Mm-hmm. So I'm like falling into the hosting. I really want to be more of like a critic, like where your opinion holds weight. Um, I see that. Yeah, that's what I think is more fitting for me. Mm-hmm. Like opinions more than anything, because I have a lot of opinions on a lot of things, and I just want to be kind of like. A mixture between Andre Leon Talley with Charlemagne the God and Ryan Seacrest, so a little highbrow fashion. Yeah, I
0: can see that. Little
1: ratchet Charlemagne, mm-hmm. but media mogul like Ryan.
0: I see that. I can see that. Have you so on the show? You guys bring on different like influencers and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Have you had any like bad? you Don't have to say the person's name, but have you had any like bad or just really awkward or uncomfortable? Oh, my God. Like, interaction. Yes. And
1: I have no problem with saying his name because I've told him to his face. Um, yeah, it was – He he's young. He's a influencer and kind of – his name is – should I say his name? Say his name. All right. Hey. Oh, his name is uh, <laughs> Jess Roberts. Uh, he's, like, okay. a part of, like, um, Team 10, Jake Paul, all that shit. Mm-hmm. We had him on the show, and this was before I was even kind of really involved with any of that um, – and he was just—he's an awkward teenager. He's like 15. They—they mm-hmm. they wanted him to come talk about his YouTube channel and all that stuff, but he literally just sat there. Ooh. And I think that was one of the moments where I was like, "Okay, if you're gonna come on a like a show to promote yourself, show a piece of yourself." Like, yeah. interviews are so important mm-hmm. because people can really get to know you. Right. Um, and he just sat there. It was just like weird and. Oh, and then there was also another situation where, like, Blackface was pretty... Like, this was a different show. Blackface was bought into the conversation. (laughs) And it got kind of awkward because I had to, like... Oh, um, I had no problem with taking off my my coat. Like, I had had no problem with coat switching Mm -hmm. and turning into, like like VH1 like ratchet reality TV mm-hmm. just to like let my note like let you get the point like dude that's not where it's at yeah
0: um wait so he did
1: blackface yes he did blackface for a parody video that he did oh dope <laughs> and he didn't see it as um and this isn't Justin this is a completely different guest um, okay this is a completely different guest um you actually might know him because he is <sighs> the boyfriend of someone that we both know in common
0: oh shit um um,
1: yeah, uh, and so it was funny because she actually bought it up on the show, and um, it was a whole thing. And, like, granted, I have a relationship with these people outside of this, so, uh-huh. like, we're actually friends. I feel like I I love having friends where we can talk about things and have discussions, and I can educate, depending mm-hmm. on, like, on my experience, especially because if they haven't, under, like, experienced something, I think it's important to open their eyes or, right. like, just give them a little knowledge, step them outside of their box. Mm -hmm. Um, And on the show, he bought up a parody because he had did another parody. It was a Bruno Mars parody. I was like, okay, as long as you don't like darken your skin tone, we're good. You can perform it, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, "Um, you have to see his Kanye West video. And I was like, what do you mean I have to see his Kanye West video? (laughs) Of course,
0: it's that jigaboo.
1: Yes. And um, he was like, no, yeah, like, um I I was a little darker because he felt like oh I had to play the character like I'm acting so me Sis I said are you dumb like I <laughs> I literally was like no do you not know the history of just menstrual shows but like, and black You
0: don't even have to know the history You don't know, you
1: should just know it's bad
0: It's like the N word you don't have to know about anything that happened Oh back my then, goodness but you damn sure know that you shouldn't be saying that word
1: honestly like you you get it because if you have to look left or right when you're probably around a group of people and you're saying it if you're at a concert and you feel uncomfortable, mm. then don't say it. Just don't skip the it. word. Yeah. Like, say bitches. Or like, or, like, add a white racial slur if you really want to say, yeah. like, nigga so bad. Like, just say, like, I don't Cracker know. Cracker
0: is the same amount of syllables.
1: Honestly. And they're tasty. <laughs> so just say that. It's a, right. like, you use your word and mm. I will use mine.
0: I like the Ritz crackers. And I <gasps> also enjoy, like, the t- the... Is it Toll House, Townhouse? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I, them, like, skinny, oh, long ones. Yes,
1: Daddy. Like, make me, like, please, shove them all in my mouth. I Ooh. have eaten a whole box just by, like, I would just be sitting there, and next thing I know, it both rows are gone. They're gone. <laughs> like, and
0: it's like, I've never, I remember I was on a on a plane once, yeah. and they handed me those. I was like, on oh, a pl- what were on you? a plane. What were, are you flying first class? Like, you no, know I ain't flying no goddamn <laughs>
1: first class. I'm like that's some boozey shit. Like, how dare they?
0: I was in row twenty four. Oh my Seat <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love a good Southwest flight before they started like falling apart and their planes were like breaking. I um,
0: enjoy JetBlue. I also enjoy Virgin, like Virgin America, because they have like the, the purple club lights when you walk yes. in.
1: It, it creates a moment. And they have, like, the free movies and stuff. Because I don't, I guess I don't mm-hmm. really take as many, like, mostly if I'm, like, flying home real quick, I'll just take a Southwest flight. But mm-hmm. when I took Virgin Airlines, I was, like, impressed. I was, like, the video that's Luxury. telling me to. Yes, yeah, so I was, like, wow, this is beautiful. I think,
0: I think that they're the ones, or maybe they're not, I can't remember. But there's an airline that actually gives you, like, a, your own personal pair of headphones. Yeah,
1: like for. Actually, I think they do. Yeah,
0: I think they do. Southwest?
1: Yeah. No, not. Oh. <laughs> Southwest barely <laughs> wants to give you a Coke. <laughs> like, okay. you can get your life. Um... No, yeah, Virgin, actually. I think they give you headphones out there. They may have been them. They may yeah, be have been them. Yeah, Virgin gives you headphones.
0: Suggestion for airlines, though. It's 2018. We've got iPhone tens and shit out here yes. that have, you know, we don't, the headphones don't come. Like you know, the, either make the, the the television screens Bluetooth capable. Yes, oh, or that's great. or provide like an input for like the the newer headphone jacks. Yeah,
1: actually, that's very true because you know Apple runs our lives, so I think everyone needs to mm-hmm. just follow Apple. Yeah, and I doesn't yeah. give a
0: fuck about what we think. No, because I don't know how long we've been asked for group Facetime. <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. But how long the we've been asked
1: audacity for, that. for them to even think that I would want to Facetime thirty-two people at the same time is just rude
0: i mean i know that i would do it with my friends but i know that my family yeah they're gonna want to do like oh let's have family no no that's fine my
1: mom, I won't teach my mom how to use her iPad just because I don't want her to FaceTime me all the time. Like once, because mm-hmm. she has a Samsung and mm-hmm. I'm already really, I think twice when I want to text her back because I see the green. Mm-hmm. It just, I'm like, mom, please. I see the green? <laughs> I can't do the green. <laughs> but no, she's like, please, Ryan, teach me how to like use my iPad like so I can FaceTime you. Listen, and if
0: you don't know, maybe you don't You don't. You won't ever know.
1: know. You won't ever know. Not with me. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. It said that was an awkward situation with the blackface thing because I had to kind of school him uh-huh. and let him know yeah, that's not it. And it caused a whole bunch of drama at the company that I was with, Low-Key. They were like, oh, my God, he looked, uh, Ryan looked so uncomfortable. And I was like, I mean, I wasn't uncomfortable. It was more so if he truly believed that I felt – I think because I know the kind of guy he is, he's a little um, – he's most definitely privileged because he's white. he's a white male – And two, he comes from a very privileged background. So I'm like, if Mm. you really didn't know, if you are that, like, kind of, like, oblivious to the thought of, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. It's not just a character thing. Maybe I shouldn't put on blackface. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let me be gentle with you and not just automatically cancel you. Because I had to tell him. I was like, dude, if this was the internet, you would have been canceled immediately. Like, I luckily, you have someone that would want to discuss with you and not just be like... You know what, I can't deal with the racist shit. I just wanted to mm-hmm. hear him out and see what his mindset was. Yeah. And he ended up getting like he understood it and he hasn't done it since, which is great. hmm Um,
0: but yeah, it was a very awkward moment in that moment. I was like, oh, yeah, we go there. That happened. a lot of creators are fucking weird. Oh my god. A lot like VidCon's coming up, and you know, I I'm I'm okay in those types of spaces, mm-hmm. but like every now and then it's like I'll meet somebody and actually this is this and this is goes beyond just like on um like online people yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this happens a lot here just in LA in general like I'll be in a space and there will be some type of common denominator with me and everyone else in the room like mm-hmm. maybe we're all on the same platform we're all trying to do the same thing and they feel like that's the that's what's gonna bring us together but then I meet y'all and y'all are racist <laughs> y'all homophobic yes. y'all just weird shit like yes. y'all do coke and I'm not judging anybody who decides to do drugs I'm
1: kind of judging for the coke I'm just shit. saying you're I not can't. coming to my house no no
0: cause if some shit goes down and they see that coke i'm going to jail not your white ass (laughs) get the bitch that matches the coke but she's not going to jail i am i totally
1: agree with that that's one of the things especially when i recently started working with more creators and stuff i've noticed that they are so awkward i'm like Mm -hmm. you have all this personality on like on the camera and all this stuff or wherever it comes from and but in real life you are just like awkward turtle over there like Mm -hmm. i just don't know Yep. um yeah or either they it's either awkward on one end of the spectrum or it's oh I think I'm the shit because I have this many and I, mm-hmm. I have to be treated a certain way and I have to have an uber pick me up and all this mm-hmm. stuff and it has to be a certain type of uber like I've dealt with both ends of the spectrum where I'm just like dude yeah relax mm-hmm. seriously chill out humble yourself yeah And if you're awkward, just, like, chill out. Like, have some fun. Like, you don't have to feel, like, weird. Yeah. It's really weird. And I'm not looking forward to VidCon, to be honest.
0: Oh, you're going to? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm going. We're doing the show there, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. (gasps) You should come on the show.
0: I will come all over the show. Oh, thank you so much, Daddy. So I have a question. Okay. Have you experienced, well, I'm sure you have, Uh, what was the first time you experienced race or, like, sexuality or your sexuality being a barrier. When's the first time you like recognize it as like, oh, this is something that I'm gonna have to overcome when it comes to like this entertainment wow, industry. Wow, that's
1: a great question.
0: Um, wow, that was a really good question. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, so I
1: think I've realized race at a young age because being from the South. Mm-hmm. Um, even before I was in the entertainment industry, I think I had a um back in third grade, I was called a nigger. Mm-hmm. Um by a white guy, like a white kid. Um, Ooh, yeah, and that tasty. was a whole thing. That was like my first racist experience. But luckily, everyone in the classroom heard it and they all rallied behind me in mm-hmm. that moment. So that felt cool. Um, sexuality also noticed, because um, back in high school, I was out to my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, I was a theater kid and I was a choir kid. So honestly, yay. Yeah. Um, but it was, I, I think it was more so me only coming out to people I felt comfortable to, but everyone, for a minute there, it was like people kind of bullied in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. When it came out to, I guess, being in entertainment recently, I think because of the climate that we're in and people are really wanting authentic people, Mm -hmm. I haven't really seen any barriers yet. Okay. It's not that I'm not expecting them because I think I kind of come into a situation because... um, I can't take off. I maybe be be able to be able to like deepen my voice, or like not people won't automatically assume that I'm gay. Mm. But I one I can't take off being black, so it just kind of depends. Like I haven't most definitely felt um, any barriers or anything. I have felt like being the only black person in the room, and I kind of in a group Mm. of white people, and I have to adjust to that. Yeah. Um, but no, luckily I haven't felt that are any of the talent that I've worked with, like, I haven't felt them be uncomfortable mm. by that or anything. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody trash before I really get to know you, to be honest. Like, I have to I have to kind of automatically go there because I just don't know for sure. Like, I don't want to mm. align myself with someone. And then a couple days later, yeah. you have a Roseanne tweet.
0: You got to have a little bit of a guard up.
1: Yeah, just a little bit.
0: Yeah, like, I know that with me... And I don't think that this is necessarily tied to my sexuality mm-hmm. because, like, people love gay shit out here. Oh, they do. Love a gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more, I think, tied to my race. And people think I'm unapproachable. Really? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I do have resting bitch face, but I really believe that if I'm in a room full of white people, if I'm in a room full of, like, I will even say specifically if I'm in a room like a playlist li- or a playlist live or a mm-hmm. VidCon or just like a YouTubey type of thing, whatever. If I'm in a room like that with a bunch of like bright-eyed, sprightly blonde, you know, <laughs> white girls or white boys, whatever, yes.
1: Susans and Zachs,
0: Susans and Zachs, yes, yep, yes. Um, I will most likely not be approached. I realize that like oh, wow. the way that I look because I have I have dark features, mm-hmm. like I'm more masculine, so I I feel like people look at me and they think that. I'm just not approachable for some reason. And I mean, I know how I sound in my videos. <laughs> like, I know what I sound like. Like, yeah. I know I have opinions. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you are, if you are you know, familiar with my shit, then there's probably a chance that you think that you watch it and you still came to the conclusion like, no, I'm I not can't. talking to you. <laughs> um, but th- probably that. And then also when it comes to money, when it comes to money. Okay. Speak that. We, I have to fight tooth. And nail for a quarter, for a half, of See, what my white counterparts get.
1: And you know that's actually very interesting that you're saying money because I have, I've, I think I'm transit like figuring out that world because I'm new to the social media growth thing, mm-hmm. and so I've recently kind of like at my job I asked for more like money of course because I feel like I'm bringing more to the table, um, and just I've been there for a, a minute now and. I was so nervous like there was something about me asking like getting up the courage Mm -hmm. of asking um, I think I deserve a raise because I wasn't I honestly I probably wasn't going to do it if I didn't have like like my friends or something gassing me up to be Mm -hmm. like just you know what you deserve it you work hard you do this Um, but it was it's so nerd like for me I get so either anxious about it or or like I'm just like you know what May I don't I don't know, I feel like it kinda questions like money just really just mixes things and just Mm -hmm. makes it very uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. Um so that's very interesting because I and I feel like now after having the conversation, I reviewed it. I was like, you know what, bitch, if you don't go in and take what you're like you what you deserve. Exactly. Um so I kinda I really wish I had a redo, but I was like, bitch, I would have tackled this conversation Mm -hmm. a completely Mm -hmm. different way.
0: Yeah, and it's just like (laughs) You know, if we want to be like, for real about us do of it. this, I mean, the blacks and the gays are the trendsetters. Oh, always. It's been like that. And has been that way. Yeah. And if you're bringing in a certain type of audience that is a majority of those two types of people or, you know, that person combined, mm-hmm. then that means that you're bringing quality viewership. Yeah. Now, if you want to talk about, because there are people that are going to have the millions of, of views and there's going to be all of that. But. All of that is just noise. Mm -hmm. If you want to, like if these brands, whatever, like they want people to download their fucking apps and shit, their little Tetris games. (laughs) Listen, I'm on level at 835 on Candy Crush. I've been playing Candy Crush since I was in college.
1: They have 835 levels? They
0: cracked the fucking code. They They made the game unbeatable. That's how they. I've had the game on my phone all these damn years. See, I just started playing Candy Crush
1: Soda, and I'm on, like, level 96 because I need to play a game every once in a while to kind of, like, mm-hmm. while I'm watching TV or, like, just chilling. I need to, like, really kind of make my brain work in some form.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: what? You yeah. deserve They need to start paying you.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like, I need to send an email. You
1: don't give them money, do you? No. Okay, that's good. No,
0: oh, my God. Because, you never. know, they have the
1: add-ons and you have yeah, to Yeah, no. Buy. It'll, it'll never get that yeah, bad. Yeah, okay. It'll cannot. never get
0: that bad. But, no, black people, get get your money. Um, know your worth. Please. And don't don't make these people think that um, because you are a minority yeah. that you don't have a major impact yeah. on whatever it is that you're doing and because whatever field you're in. Because,
1: honestly, they're going to just give that same money to the impersonators that are trying to do it even not even a percentage as good as you would do because they're
0: edgy Edgy. they're different i love cornrows
1: on a white girl
0: girl with the little bees at the end oh my god please
1: you know what if she ever rocks bantu knots again I will literally find her. She got, probably got them done by Rachel Dolezal because she's fire with, you know, okay. she quick with the
0: hands and Rachel's the Rachel's like, when I tell you,
1: I was like, girl, I was literally about to find Rachel on Facebook and be like, could you do my dreads next time I get <laughs> them? I just, but don't tell anybody. Imagine if somebody like caught a picture of you and then leaked that shit. Oh. How embarrassing would that be? Like, I'm just trying to support the, no, I can't. That would be the worst. But my hair
0: look good though. Right, so why are you mad? And what? <laughs> like, why
1: are you mad?
0: All right, so now that we know more about Ryan, let's go ahead and move on to the word of the week. Ooh. I'm calling. Flying Today's word of the week is. Necreus. One more time. Necreus. Necreus is an adjective. The definition of Necreus is resembling. You know, we're not going to do necreus because I don't know what that word is. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're just going gonna... <laughs> to... Like, it sounded like an x
1: men word. What is like, this
0: word? It sounded like Professor
1: Xavier. Ne- like, necri? 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 Ne- necreus. You know, we're learning ne- live. necreus. But read the definition. Resembling necre. Necre. Our mother of pearl lustrious Pearl. Yeah, I don't think this is... Okay, like a, so wow, you I know even... what?
0: Um... Uh, p- pride just passed. We're, gonna, okay. we're just, we're just going to go ahead and do it. We're not going to limit ourselves. We're yeah, gonna we shouldn't. Fucking we, try. Because
1: that's how we celebrate Pride. Exactly. We challenge ourselves.
0: Learning words. Yes. And fucking the fuck, fuck. Um, so you could use Necreus in a sentence. Like you could say, you know what? Maybe Pride in your city is coming up and you went to, you know, your local thrift store and you paid seven ninety nine for some <laughs> Necreus shorts. Maybe there's some sequence and there's some shiny elements to okay. it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I get
1: that. Wow. I mean, I don't
0: know is that really how you use it
1: it says lustrous and pearly okay so I guess I'd, yeah. Okay, that's great so we're just gonna go with that yeah and if it's not then you can just leave that I mean, to yourself I mean you didn't know what it meant anyway yes so judge, now that yes. you do
0: <laughs> why are you judging me I'm gonna try and teach you but what. I'm
1: mad that you kind of like read my life when it came to going to the thrift store and paying $79.99 because <laughs> that's kind of what I did for pride <laughs> really like, I went to the thrift store and I found something which I love thrifting like that's like my favorite thing um. So yeah, thank you for telling my life story. That's going to be on
0: Lifetime later on. I mean, that's just what I do. Yeah, I'm a clairvoyant. Clearly. Call me now. Oh damn, she's dead. I can't make that joke. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was your word of the week. Use it. You know, use it in sentences. Use it with your boss. Use when you ask for a raise. You know what I'm saying? Use yes. It on Twitter, whatever your social media is with your friends, and you know, sound like a bad bitch and get Sign- like, more money.
1: <gasps> Sign your friend's yearbook. If there those still exist. With Necreus? Yes. Or Necreus. Necreus,
0: yes. And you can spell that. That's N-A-C. Wait. Uh, oh, God, yep. God damn it. I, word, oh. Yep, this is happening. See, my phone's trying to like get me to update shit. <laughs> I don't I don't need I to. I get it. I understand. N-A-C R Oh well. Girl, just rewind it back. And that's it. Uh, listen to the word words. Google it. You should have had it prepared already. Like if you were exactly. listening. Exactly. You should have been Necre all right so that's the word of the week let's move on to questions you've never been asked
1: oh my god i'm nervous
0: don't be okay cool I'm calling. Flying so what's something you said on social media that you regret
1: Ooh, oh my God, that's so funny because I recently just went through my Twitter and deleted everything. Really? I, well, like keywords. So I typed in like gay or cunt and like mm-hmm. things like that. But my, like saying like the word cunt for me wasn't a negative thing. It was more so either quoting an Azalea Banks lyric, which she's problematic as fuck. Um, she's my favorite. Oh my goodness, I love her. <gasps> Oh, I love her quoting a Zelia Banks lyric, or um, calling my friends cunts because we use those words, mm-hmm. and being cunty is like a comp like it's yeah. a compliment. It's not like really how white people get offended by. It. I don't really get mm-hmm. it. Um, to be honest, I ugh, I don't know. I I think maybe views. Like especially towards like I think being gay. She that- meant the album. <laughs> <laughs> I was like what? Okay, got it. Um, I think. Oh right, drink up. Um no. Um, it was more so. I think I there were certain things that I read now that I didn't feel about like anymore. Like I feel mm-hmm. like growth wise, um, where it was like I would talk about like gay people, like gay boys or something like in a way that maybe perceived as um like. A little, in that moment, if you didn't know, like, how I was back then, and, like, mm-hmm. that's just, we would call gay boys gay boys, or, like, we'd be like, ew, like, southern gays are the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something that, like, yeah. you can't just say that anymore. <laughs> like True. You have to, gotta be, like, I was like, oh, this is gonna get me in trouble. So, I mean,
0: yeah, I don't really, s- you.
1: I mean, there's a lot, there's still a lot of stuff on there about my, me expressing my hate to t- Taylor Swift, because I can't with her.
0: Really? She- what about her?
1: I mean, one, she's Regina George. i don't trust her i think she's a snake Mm -hmm. i just there's something about her and when that whole thing came about like where she um it was in the news where a lot of white supremacists fucking love her Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and she didn't
1: want to denounce that she rather like sue the company that put out the story that white supremacists love her and i was just like wow Mm -hmm. you like to be a white supremacist princess
0: and it's crazy because like she'll come out and like make a public that bitch loves a public statement for girls or women or something that doesn't involve like being black or queer or just anything marginalized or anyone marginalized like she loves a good speech moment that type of thing and she never speaks out on anything that actually affects her marginalized fans Mm -hmm. so she's trash i mean and i know that her music um actually no i don't don't listen to her music but i i've listened to a couple
1: bops which i will say she has um, but for the most part, I can't really support her. Like if it comes on the radio, I might mm-hmm. listen to it if I'm like, like in the mood for it. But yeah, I just, I don't, I don't trust her. I just can't. And there's, I actually I have a quick question not to like throw this off. Mm-hmm. In creator war like worlds, have you noticed, um, people that are supposed to like quote unquote activists, like let's just say they're LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. activists and they're all about, you know, being there and like like you know just really supporting and being very outspoken about it but their personal communities around them there's not one person of color or one person of like anything where it's just like Mm -hmm. how can you support the bigger umbrella like lgbtq plus but it's like you're only supporting like not even you're supporting like one like Mm -hmm. a a percentage of it and not the whole thing
0: yeah I think that like I, I know exactly I what you're talking about and I have there's a person in mind that I, I have in my head.
1: You I mean, might know who I'm talking um, about. We'll talk
0: after this. Yes, we will. Um, but for me, I just I take everything people say online with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um I never really take, I just kind of take it for, you're just saying words. I mean, like we're, like I was saying to you before, like, actions speak louder than words to yeah, me. Yeah. And if everyone you're surrounded with, everyone, if everyone that you surround yourself with is, you know, cis, you know, say this is a cis um, gay white man. Okay. And everyone around you is cis gay white men. Mm-hmm. And you never surround yourself with black women, black men, Latino, Asian, literally anything but cis head white man then i'm only gonna think that your view of what you're doing goes so far or like the scope of your efforts are only going to go so far and i also think that it's kind of hard to gauge people's efforts only because you never really get the full story yeah you know what i mean like there have been a lot of people that you know i you know i've definitely i'll own up to it like there are a lot of people that i've kind of I've made up who you are in my mind. Yeah. Same. And then I, mat- I met you and I actually talked to you and I'm like, oh, I was completely wrong.
1: Ooh, actually
0: say, I mean, that that's being human. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So quality. even if I was to see someone, it's like all your, all your homies are white and it's all this other, th- all this shit. One, it's kind of like you are what you eat. Like you, mm-hmm. you tend to attract, you tend to attract, you know, people who have a similar experience to you.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: And obviously someone who's on the complete fucking, you know, end of the spectrum You're going to have... I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that you can't have a great relationship with them. Yeah. But it's probably not going to be as natural or you guys aren't going to gravitate towards each other as, you know, you and another, you know, white dude in space. Right, 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 Are going to gravitate towards each other.
1: Yeah, because that's why I I always think... I'm like, maybe they don't mean... They, because they don't know anyone outside of their circles. Maybe they just... Mm-hmm. It's hard for them to want to bring in other people of, yeah. like, of different experiences. Especially...
0: And especially in different areas, depending on... It's a regional thing, too. But, like, different spaces are so clicky. Yeah. You know? It's like when you become friends with one person, you become friends with, like, that person and their circle. Mm-hmm. And you're just friends with all these different circles, and they just all look exactly the fucking same.
1: Oh, my God.
0: You know? So, I think you... I think you... Anyone who is going to label themselves an activist, I feel like you have to purposefully and intentionally, like, put yourself in spaces where you know that you can do the most good. Yeah. And I feel, obviously, if you're fighting a cause or if you're helping fighting a cause for a marginalized group, whether that be just the gay group, that's great. Mm-hmm. But just think about what you could do if you, you know, inserted yourself in black and gay yeah. spaces. Because you know it's I mean? completely different worlds. Also, your your weight is different in those communities, too. Yeah. Too. You know, um, which is why the whole Rachel Dolezal thing gets on my nerves in the first place because it's like you could have done way more as a white ally. As a white ally! Than, than as I watched a that, fake black.
1: Honestly, that was like my whole thing. After I watched the Netflix thing, that was my whole, like, I was like, all you have to do is just say you are a white woman. Mm-hmm. And you don't know your entire life could probably go back to quote unquote normal of whatever yeah. because you could now be in a space where hey, I'm acknowledging that I'm a white woman. Mm-hmm. Two, I love, clearly you love black people. Like you love that experience. You, 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 There's something that you need to do that makes you, pulls you, it gravitates you into like wanting to help. Mm-hmm. Just admit who you are first because I feel like you can't try to help and trying to be something else if you can't even admit who you are. Like, True. You can't. Like, how are you even helping yeah. anything? Because you're not helping yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. And nobody was like, like you're not trying to break in hip hop girl. <laughs> like you're not gonna be like, you know, next, you know. A white girl on the game Iggy like you're Zellia. you're trying to be out here you're trying to be an activist you're trying to do stuff or you do good things in, in in these different communities and like you could have absolutely done that we would have welcomed you yeah. like just don't spit any fucking bars nope and you know about your about your sew-ins and shit and you're gonna be fine yeah and don't say the n-word and don't say the n-word yeah um could you ever see yourself romantically with like a fine-ass lesbian like one with like a Sporty, like asymmetrical, aerodynamic haircut type of situation. I'm not talking about. I was, I was like, did you just ask me on a date? Because <laughs> <laughs> I literally touched my head. Yeah, it, that like, like, so like, inviting. Honestly,
1: I. It's a thing. I'm okay, so I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of into the thought. I'm even. I'm into the thought of even like even dating like trans men or like. Okay. Um, I don't know more so about trans women because my first friend in the gay community was a trans woman. I feel like I feel more of a like a sisterhood or a bond with mm-hmm. them. Um, but to be honest, oh, I love a is the correct term before I well, I kind of have to say it to ask you, mm-hmm. stud. Yes, I have no problems with being with a fine ass stud because there's moments where I'm just like. Take me now. Yeah. Strap up and
0: let's get it going. She's already got the strap. <laughs> <laughs> listen, these girls be out here pre Speaking of, real quick, sidebar. Yeah. If you are not a dyke, stop saying the word dyke.
1: Okay. Let's I continue. Agree. Yeah. Actually, I agree with that. And mm-hmm. I I get so uncomfortable because I listen to a, a, another podcast and he's a gay guy, but he says that word. and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know.
0: I don't like it. Like, I understand. Like, first of all, white gay men, y'all feel like y'all can say anything. Oh, girl. Uh, Y'all feel like y'all can do anything. Don't be sassy, um, and too. Then and just blame it on the fact that it's just my personality I'm just gay girl like Mm-mm. this is just what we do like I don't give a shit drag queens as well this goes out to you anyone yep. who is not a lesbian person do not say the word dyke like. yeah that's all that was gonna be my message but it was relevant with what you were saying no and I appreciate so. it. I think
1: you should reiterate it like so oh I'll I will yeah, I I'll, elaborate. Yeah, I'll elaborate yeah I think that's a good moment Yeah. so you would you oh. down for the strap oh my goodness yeah I think it would be strap attack Yeah, because I think, especially with, depending on even how they identify if they still identify as, like, a woman Mm. and they have masculine features, I think I'm more so attracted to masculine energy. Mm. I don't think you necessarily have to have, like, a penis, like, because I'm also, like I said, I'm attracted to trans men in a way, like, I'm attracted to that energy, like, I'm attracted Mm. to, like, the look of it, but I'm also attracted to the energy. I think that's really what
0: matters. Okay, okay. Um, What is a quality that you have that you wish other people had more of?
1: Oh wow, these are good! Like, oh my goodness! Stop! Mm, 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 mm,
0: mm, what are you? Mm. The internet? Um, Basically, I'm um, trying to be. A, I'm trying to be you. I'm trying to be a host. I'm not even that do good. Do my things.
1: <laughs> I okay. I think uh, one quality that I wish people had more of is the quality to want to understand other people's perspectives. Okay. Um, I do think there's a um a fine, crispy line when it comes to not going over that. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to find someone else's, if you're going to try to understand someone else's perspective, make sure they are not ignorant Mm -hmm. and want to listen and want to learn and want to hear other things and they're willing to step outside their box. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think that is something that I'm, I think that's why I'm gravitate towards interviewing people because I love to hear other people's just worlds and how they grew up or how they experience things because Mm. I grew up in such like a Southern place and Mm. being out here in Los Angeles was a completely different vibe. And it just realized it was like, Oh, people aren't all the same. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I understanding,
0: I think it's, it's human nature to be scared of what you don't understand. Yeah. Which is why, you know, there's, why homophobia exists and why transphobia exists. And mm. why it's, a, it's a, a perfect example of that is like why we're f- afraid of little bugs. Yeah. Like these little bugs aren't going to do anything to you. Like, yeah, I might bite you, but you're going to fucking live. But if, if I see a roach, I'm going to scream. Ooh. I'm going to scream. Yes. I'm going to jump up and down. I'm going to be like a fucking, like yeah. I'm, I'm going to start acting like, a roach that flies. When
1: I see a, a roach on the floor, I had no clue that roaches even flew until I moved out here. They
0: have wings. They have cars. They have families. It immediately
1: took me to that movie, um, Ants, where the wa have you ever oh. seen? And where the wasp or whatever they were would attack, like, and they were like flying. They were these hideous, or maybe mm. that was Bugs Life. It
0: was Bugs Life. That was Bugs Life. Bugs Life was a black ass like <laughs> animated film. Yeah, that, it mo- was. that movie was real. It short. was. It was. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um. If your nudes leaked. How much do you think they'd be worth?
1: <gasps> oh, I mean, thick thighs save lives. They do. And even though these boys in the gay community act like they don't want a little thick piece of meat, mm-hmm. they do. They do. Um, I think they would be worth.
0: Like, an, at some good angles, too.
1: Oh, like, I mean, I'm if I'm taking a nude and I'm actually spending the time
0: <laughs> and
1: the effort of stretching. The
0: lighting is set up, <laughs> like, the camera's in place. This, do, should proper. I give you a mount?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh.
0: Like just for one. Just one. Just one? Just one.
1: Oh, okay. So what level am I at? Like right now? Right now. Well, I have confidence in myself. So I'm going to say let's go like 10K or
0: more. 10K or more? Yes. You're better. Because
1: these ass cheeks are worth
0: it. Girl, I'm worth a cool $56. <laughs> <laughs> You Not know what? worth whatever you currently have honestly
1: that's true but I'm just trying to get I'm trying to experience new men and figure out
0: I know that's right you know
1: um, our new you know just people I'll say people because I don't want to put a gender on it because I'm mm. open to anything so hear me better. Up, guys
0: guys uh, would you rather be Trump's massage therapist for six months that's
1: disrespectful
0: or his barber for a year <laughs>
1: I get pretty good massages, so I'm gonna be his barber, so I can fuck up his that. that t- <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I can fuck For him up every
1: time. Like you know what? This is what my ancestors oh, okay, that my experienced bad. slavery would have wanted me to do. They mm-hmm. would want me to have fucked your they hair. They would up.
0: want me to fuck up your line. Yes. They- <laughs> Let me make all the black people in the world happy and just fuck up your. Ass I want
1: to give quick. you razor bumps. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to clip you in the back so you, like, burns when you wash your hair
1: <laughs> Like, yes, that's what I'm going to do. Never will you ever get to
0: relax in my massages. Ooh, matter of fact, give him a relaxer. And be like, oh, it's just gel. <laughs> it's just gel. Yes. That's all it is. He's like, it's, it's burning. It's, it's just gel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, like, don't worry if pieces fall out. It's okay. I think you're just stressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're stressed. You're just stressed. He's not stressed at all. He's having a great time. He's <laughs> not, Ruining him. our lives. Um, Would you rather fall for a straight guy? Or fall for a guy who doesn't see
1: color? Oh, bitch. Because that just triggered the fuck out of me.
0: Ooh. First of all,
1: anybody that says they don't see color, I honestly, personally, in my opinion, I hate that statement. I mm-hmm. think that's the dumbest fucking statement I've ever... Then what am I looking at if I don't see anything? I know my dog doesn't see color. <laughs> she just understands that if she doesn't get her shit together, she might get a little pat-pat on the back. Right. Um. But I know she doesn't see color you can't tell me as a human being you can't see color. So, I mean, honestly, in my experience of dating a straight guy that, like, not transitioned, but finally accepted who he really was. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Oof. (sighs) a pickle with two pickles.
1: I think there's something still very sexy about, like, seeing straight men. Like, there's...
0: That is such a thing I know I know we love to
1: chase these straights and I know they are like first of all I would never ever like go like sexually depending on like if they were like just completely like whatever like one side of the spectrum of top bottom verse they Mm -hmm. were just completely tops which most I guess straight guys would be Mm -hmm. um there's just no way I would like go down on a straight man really because just hygiene. If I don't feel like mm-hmm. their hygiene's all the way there, and I just mm-hmm. know how boys are. Uh, <laughs> you
0: know? know, like you know when you like when your trash is full, yeah. and like you need to take it out, but you haven't taken it out yet. So like the vicinity kind of smells like the trash. Yes, that's what I imagine balls smell. Honestly, like, like straight balls.
1: Ooh, it took. I mean, with my ex
0: too, I had to really
1: get him to together. Cottage cheese. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? I will not throw up on my first podcast today. Um, I mean, but to be honest. If I, I could... There's a couple straight boys in my, on my mind right now that I would be down for a little one-nighter. Okay. So let's let's okay. do the straight boy instead of the problematic one.
0: All right. yeah we'll do that. Even we'll though they that. both can be problematic. Have you been asked any of those questions before?
1: No, actually. Those are really good
0: questions. Ding, ding. You're just so good. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You're so good. Um, we, I'm mad that like I'm completely sober right now. You're completely sober right now. Normally, yeah. this isn't the case. Like, I, yeah,
1: I was really going to bring uh, some favors, too, but I really tried to be classy because I just wasn't sure. You know what?
0: Same. <laughs> Same. But now we need to just go with our like first instinct. Yeah, we should. Yeah. That's
1: what our, our
0: message of the day is. Mm, go with your instinct? Because yeah. normally I'd have like a bottle here and we'd do a little swig, but you know what? It's fine. It's, it's fine. Okay. Next time. We'll do yeah. it next time. So, now that we've gotten to know Ryan, now that we've asked Ryan a lot of questions that he probably didn't need to ask, yeah. we are going to get into your lovely voicemails that you've left us at 213 787 7303. Let's go ahead and get into the first one. Oh shit, the game. Never mind. We're playing the game. Mm. All right, yeah. so we're going to play a lovely game okay. that I invented. Because you're smart. Because I'm smart, and I'm gay, and I'm fun. And mm-hmm. sassy. Um, Called Poker Smoke. Okay. Where you gotta guess if it is uh, the title that I'm gonna, that a title that I'm gonna give you is a weed strain or a lesbian sex position.
1: Ooh, and I, I honestly don't even know how lesbian sex works besides straps.
0: Oh, I have a whole book here. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> besides, besides straps. I mean, because I mean, <laughs> obviously, like, straps are, like, self, like, explanatory. Right,
0: pretty pretty much, yeah. Or guns, or you what? know, what? a lot of what guns? Don't they call them guns? Don't they call straps guns? Oh, or, I oh, or,
1: see. I actually envisioned like there was like an AK forty seven. Like, jail. I mean,
0: I'm sure that there's people out here fucking people with guns, and I'm sure that there's people out here fucking people like with guns on like their holsters with it's straps also. America, it's America. Yeah. Um, Adam and Eve also exist. Go ahead and get your get your supplies, ladies. All right, let's do it. All right, number one, the welcome back.
1: The welcome back. The welcome back. Ooh, that sounds sexy. Like you throwing it back. Like welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Um, or I just say I'm gonna say sex position because I don't really. That sounds like a lame ass weed. Like I would never pick that strain up.
0: Okay, you're correct. Uh, ow! And this is what the welcome back looks like. It's like an ass eating type of Oh, situation. okay,
1: so it is a welcome it back. It's like
0: a welcome back wow. to this ass. Hopefully you guys
1: like heard that movement that I was doing. I was throwing my ass back.
0: You were. Because yeah. y'all here trying to fucking the fuck
1: back. I'm trying to get
0: a man, yeah. Wave pool.
1: Wave pool. Oh my god, funny story. I almost died in a wave pool.
0: Uh, oh my god, same. <laughs> i literally like came close to drowning yes i'm pretty sure i was drowning and i saved myself
1: i grabbed it was a at my mom's like work uh thing and we were at like this place called wave country and it was like i got too far and i was like eight and i had to grab this random like white lady and she had to help me pull me up i was drowning i was going to die yeah um
0: i was at summer camp and all the kids were going down the like there was a pool and there was like a slide and all the kids were going and I was like Oh my god That looks like so much fun I love slides Yeah But I didn't know how to swim And I didn't put two and two together Honestly Sam So I went down the slide And I And it was the deep end
1: Mm. And I thought
0: it was my deep end. <laughs> so like I, and so Ooh. I, you know, had to like doggy paddle. I was, the crazy thing is I did the most to yeah. like, sh- like I was like giving ample obvious I'm drowning, save me, like hand motions outside. Wow. And
1: was there no lifeguard on there? There was three. Oh, you know what? They should be fired.
0: Exactly. A child. Yes. They don't you, a we almost
1: wouldn't have this moment if we weren't here. The exactly. world needs
0: us. Okay.
1: Okay. So the wave pool, wave pool, because we just related that to death, I don't I don't want to put that into a sexual experience so i'm gonna say a strain
0: you're wrong it's weed i mean i'm sorry you're wrong it's 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 sex oh okay.
1: it is what what
0: it's it looks similar to the last one but um it's like an ass-eating th- i'll just read you the description okay please thank you to move into a wave pool from a welcome back oh, oh well there you go okay. it's like a transition okay thing. all right know. Oh, I love that. Uh, the liquor scoots up and rubs her pussy on her love on her lover's heel and calf introducing the potential for dual orgasms while being orally and anally stimulated, bottom connects to the rhythm and can join in on on or take over clitoral stimulation, stroking her own hoochie do. Oh. I don't like that they put somebody that. Hoochie do a truly rippling climax. Um I well, didn't, there's that. Honestly, I didn't know lesbians ate so much ass. Lesbians will eat anything.
1: I mean That's
0: I mean, true. I feel like you gotta get Creative, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like lesbian bed death is a thing and apparently it's like a what? Yeah, lesbian bed death. It's like basically when you've been in, in a lesbian relationship for so long mm-hmm. that like your sex just gets super boring. Even though I feel like that's kind of any relation. Any relationship. That that's rude to have
1: a name just specific. I do know well, not I, there used to be a show called One Girl Five Gays. Um, that used to come on and they had like a lesbian episode it it was like a canadian it was mtv like canadian but Mm. like they would play it sometimes um there was always this ongoing like i guess joke um saying like lesbians move in really quickly with each other or like they have like a a u-haul outside waiting the minute they're invented
0: love (laughs) we invented commitment we invented I think it's time for the next step. Like, we invented yeah. that. Do you think that's just, like, women, period? Or just, like... No, it's lesbians. Okay. It's, it's definitely lesbians. Because, like, we all we say that men are trash. Lesb- or Women are also trash. Mm. Women are trash um, because they fuck with your head. Not necessarily... Well, okay. There are women that are trash and they'll cheat on you and do all those horrible things. Right. But I feel like women are trash in a way that um, they're manipulative or oh. they try to... Uh, they they take you and they try to change you into a version that they want mm-hmm. which is not healthy. You need to just let people do what they want to do, but I feel like women are also like we we think about monogamy and we think about the, the traditional ways that like relationships and like um the relationships that we have, people should go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh that's why we we, we tend to box people in.
1: Oh, at, at wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um but that's only because like we've been kind of been beaten into our heads like the certain way that your life should look. You need to yeah. have kids at this age, and you know, all this type of things. And I even had to work on like getting out of that like state of mind. Yeah, so I think it's a lot of that, just like all uh, having these expectations in the certain way of life kind of being beat into you, or like you being ending up with a certain type of person being beat into you. You're, you're thinking about your biological clock, like there's all this other shit that yeah, you're that's about. True. And I feel like women like take that and use that and they attach it to you know, the relationships and they try to like you know, kind of manipulate situations. People yeah. to fit into this expected life that they feel like they are supposed to have. Do you think? I mean, is that like obvious, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really sound healthy in a way. Like, it's oh like, hell no! Like, oh hell no! It doesn't sound healthy, like healthy at all. Like, like I, mean, I will listen to my friends, like my straight like female friends, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like my dude can't look at nobody." Da da da. I'm like, that's not realistic. No, that's not. Like, you're a beautiful girl. There's a lot of other beautiful women. Right. Like, I as love as,
1: looking at bulges and
0: ass. Like, I love. You know what? It doesn't matter what I love. Um, <laughs> what? Um, I, I really would like to know. <laughs> what do you love, Jen? All I'm saying is like it, it, Vanessa will point girls out to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but like I don't ooh. get mad at that because yeah. it's like I'm. You've seen me. You've seen my face and my face only for the last almost five damn years. Yeah. I'm not gonna be mad at you when you look when you can recognize that this other girl is a fat ass. Yeah, I like, see it too. She got a fat ass. Yes, right. I want to touch it. I'm not, I'm not gonna go do it. Okay. You know, but if we ask to dick together, and we ask her, and she lets us both, like, I get the left cheek, you get the right one, that's, oh, that's wow. okay. That's
1: beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's yeah. the way it should go.
1: Oh. <gasps> I don't know. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I what? really want to know. If that girl with the fat ass uh-huh. was like, I
0: would love to have a threesome with you guys. Okay, here's the thing. I thought about this. Here's the thing. How does that work? I don't know if I could do it. Vanessa really? could, because she's... Uh, <laughs> Freak on a sneak. Yes, we love that. But I don't think that I could just because I feel like I'll be too in my head. Mm -hmm. Because I'm in my head all the time, like no matter what. Like I'm kind of like you, where it's like if I'm watching TV, I have to be playing a game to get my brain stimulated. Um, I don't know. I think if I had a little bit of liquor in my system, maybe, Mm. and the girl was like 100% what I wanted and 100% what she wanted, like everything would just have to make complete. Yeah. Sense like yeah, yeah, there yeah. can't be any like hesitation, there can't be any like nothing like yeah. it would have to be the perfect situation for me to even be able to because I'm weird about my space like it makes it takes okay. me a long time to like one let people be comfortable, have people comfortable like in my space, like even just as friends. Mm-hmm. so in a in a romantic or a sexual sense, like um'm that's not even like how I am normally, yeah, yeah, so. I don't know though, but with Vanessa being there, who knows? I don't know.
1: I mean, anything is worth trying. What I've, I've always, I, I think it's really one of those things, like especially in the gay community, like you, that's I feel like everyone's having three or everyone has an open relationship. Mm-hmm. I think to an extent, I'm willing to try open relationship stuff, but I'm just saying that I don't know if I'm actually in that position where if I have mm-hmm. an open relationship, I'm gonna be like, who the fuck is this nigga?
0: Yeah, like I'm gonna be like, um,
1: or. I think vice versa, whoever I'm dating, like how would they perceive or they even sex, like, cause I'm like how, yeah, I'm just like, how does that even work, even sexual wise, like who's who's in control of what, and how much attention do you get to one person? Mm-hmm. You don't want to make your partner feel left out. Like, how does that even work? It's just yeah, a Rubik's cube. And
0: like also, I think something that would like I'm pretty com- I'm a pretty confident person, but I do have my insecurities and Same. that and the insecurities that I have when it comes to like my like my level of masculinity and femininity mm-hmm. has always been something that I've I wouldn't say that I'm struggling with it now but it's it, in the past. It was something that I struggled with a lot. And whenever I would date girls they would always be like, "Oh, well you're not really my type, but I think you're cute or I think you're funny." And so why like, that's why What does that mean why, though? It basically just means that like I'm used to dating like studs, like the studs that you are talking about.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, like
0: I'm used to dating studs, like this yeah. is normally what I want and you kind of aesthetically look that way. Yeah. But You know, the way that you, I mean, look at how I'm sitting right now. (laughs) Like, 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 just like the way that you carry yourself, the way you talk or whatever, it's not, it doesn't have like that masculine energy with it. Yeah. And so I'm, I've gotten conditioned to like, this is going to sound so pathetic, but like I got conditioned to think that I was never going to be enough of like that type of woman. No, I
1: totally understand. You know what I mean? And so
0: I knew that if I, if, if Vanessa presented, you know, a threesome to me, and it was a girl who was like really masculine i would probably feel a little insecure because i'm like is this what you really want you know what i mean and like all that shit that i felt in high school all that shit that i felt in college would just come rushing back yeah that
1: would just be uncomfortable
0: that's the same i didn't even know you guys dealt with that in a way because that's kind of
1: like with the same like mass for like masculine
0: like Mm -hmm. gays
1: and like you know guys don't want to really it's like something against like femme like members of the like gay community like in like gay men world i guess in a way
0: i think for lesbians it's more of like you need to be one or the other so it's mm. we're not i'm not going to shame you for being femme i'm not going to shame you for being stud yeah but you need to be one or the other yeah, yeah, and yeah. when you kind of float somewhere in the middle um or even like 60 40 percent then i feel like people will criticize you a little bit mm. and they're like well you're not enough of this or you're too much of this yeah and you need to just pick one. See, and that's why I
1: feel like I've changed so much because I think I had that mentality where I was like, you know what, I only want a boy. Like, I just want a guy that acts straight, like, like not act straight, but acts like a boy or that mm-hmm. he's a kind of like a man's man in a way. Like, that's like... But I've now kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm into having a guy that's, like, in the middle or, like, yeah. he, he doesn't really necessarily define himself or really. mm-hmm. Like, Like, um, because I think it's something... I don't know. I think it's attractive when you can just truly be yourself. Like, you can just truly be yourself. And if that's one minute being super feminine or the next minute being very, you know, very masculine, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's, like, sexy in a way. I don't know. I think I'm just – I think my mind has opened up to these – circumstances where I feel like I've been conditioned where you have to either be top bottom yeah. and that's it. You, yeah. Why can't you be versed? Like why can't you just, what because mm-hmm. I feel like white gays don't think about that. Like white people, like especially white men, like they don't think about that. Like they literally will, it'll be two feminine guys and they either bump in purses which is Bump like, in purses? <laughs> have you never heard that? No. So it's like when two bottoms are together.
0: What, What? where does the purse come from? Honestly, I don't know. Is that supposed to be the purse? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I mean like double in- Oh my god. Do you guys have like a uh uh So like lesbians they have this sex position where you like like scissoring. Can you guys do that with your butts? Yeah, there's double ended. <laughs> no, there's literally double ended dildos. <laughs> okay, but there's there's no like asshole to asshole like No, there I think that's anatomically probably impossible.
1: Yeah, no. Once I mean there's dick, I mean there's ass to ass and there's dick in your ass. <laughs> 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 like on both ends, like the, it's like literally one long deal I see what you're saying. And there's and a then, dick, and there's a dickhead. And then you,
0: your butts too. Yeah,
1: you're like pounding, like you're bumping I purses. I yes, understand.
0: I yes, yes,
1: bumping purses, bumping per like purses. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So much today. Yes. Yes. Um,
0: sugar rush.
1: Ooh, sugar rush. That's sexy. That's a that's a strain. That has to be weed.
0: It's not.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: That is a sex position. Well, I'm not getting any of
1: these right, I don't
0: think. I think you got one right. Oh, okay. Uh, Sweet tooth.
1: Sweet tooth? Oh, my God. I just want to... I think I just want to smoke. Okay.
0: (laughs) Go with your instincts. Okay. Strain. You're correct. Yes. Okay, okay. Wonder Woman.
1: Oh, no. That's a lesbian-ass position. You think so? Don't do that. (laughs) Now I'm questioning myself. (laughs) Is, yes,
0: it is weed. Are you kidding me? Yep, it's weed. You guys deserve. It's
1: sativa, I think. You deserve a Wonder Woman position. We That's,
0: do. I feel like I would love to just like go in a like a weed factory and just like come up with names for stuff. You that sh- sounds so fun.
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, but if Wonder Woman was a position,
0: I feel like maybe would it, it would have to do something with like. I never saw a movie. What is her superpower? She has like a whip, right? Doesn't she have like a whip or something? I mean, yeah, it's like the, it's the it's Zeus, uh, because she's like the, she's the daughter
1: of Zeus, I think, or something like that. She's the daughter of somebody.
0: So, she has a shield. And the whip. And the whip. So, it was some maybe something to do with the whip. Um, Maybe something like with some, like holding something up and like, maybe like with the whip at the same time. like
1: BDSM. Yeah, maybe something that involves like
0: a lot of upper body strength. So, not at my
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, let's not do that. Prison break. Oh, that is, oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. It's hard. Oh, my God. Oh, God. God. Because I don't want it to be a strain (laughs) because I would suck if you actually went to prison for selling prison break.
0: Oh, damn. That's dark. Yeah, that was dark. Yeah. So which way are you going to go? I'm going to prison.
1: Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, I'm going. Yeah, great. Um, No, I'm going, I'm going strain
0: strain yeah
1: you're wrong stop can i see what prison break Let looks like look pull
0: up prison break wow
1: you lesbians are great
0: we're creative i mean yeah. i have a whole book here yeah um strictly for love making positions prison break prison break prison break
1: prison how break. many of those have you tried
0: because um, you have to have this
1: book for a reason right
0: um, well, here's the thing. I found it. I didn't realize that we had it. And then I found that Vanessa had it. Oh. And, um, uh, I mean, instig- I've done, I've done a few of these. I just didn't know that they had names. Okay. Okay. To them.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, where is prison break? Prison break. If you don't find it there in the next are, five
1: minutes and then it's, it's, it's a strain of weed.
0: No, I really, no. Cause I also want to know what this looks like. <laughs> um, cause there's, there's a lot, there's over a hundred, over, over a hundred positions here. Wait, it is not in
1: here. There's over a hundred positions? Yeah, is it I not would, in here?
0: Honestly, I would just
1: think... I mean, things like... Not saying I don't want to like downplay the two vaginas, but I just feel like that it would just be very simple. You know what, though? I feel like
0: it would be also. Yeah. But a lot of it is just... It's, it's literally positioning. Like, you're kind of doing... like Who's doing You're that? eating an ass. Who is
1: doing the Victoria Square?
0: Victoria Square for ripping good time. I'm even going to read the rest of that because that was stupid. Yeah. Um, A lot of these, like, you're doing the same things. Like, you've got a titty in your mouth okay. or you're eating out or you're eating an ass. It's just, like, how you decided to position your body. Mm. Like, that's what makes these different. Like, they've even got peach cobbler. Oh, wow. Oh, peach gobbler is what <laughs> it's called. I'm sorry. Peach gobbler. It's a threesome. Position. I guess
1: she's... Gr- yeah, she's gobbling on that peach. Yeah, I'll I'll Google that one later cuz yeah. I'm having a hard time finding it. It's fine. It's fine.
0: Um wedding cake.
1: Oh, oh, that's so strange.
0: Do you know about that one?
1: No, I just feel like it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, good.
0: Last one, happy days. happy
1: days. Happy days. Mhm. Because I feel I'm feeling very positive, I'm going to give that to the les the lesbians.
0: You gave it to the right people. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. You won. Ooh, would I win? I don't know. I wasn't actually keeping track. It's okay. I get it. But, you know, we're all winners at the end of the day. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So that was Poker Smoke. And now we are going to get into your lovely voicemails that you've left us at 213-787-7303. Let's go ahead and get into your shit, girl.
1: Do you give advice on these? Like, people ask you for advice?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, I just don't feel qualified to just... I
0: mean, sometimes I'm not. Uh... <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Jay.
2: Is this Philly calling you right now? Well, this is not the city of Philadelphia, but this is someone from Philadelphia. Um, Quick question. First off, I just got my first real-life, like, full-time job ever and um i'm wondering if you can give me some tips on how to budget my money since i'm going to be having a lot more of it than i'm used to not that i'm out here you know throwing benjis and music videos like Rihanna, <laughs> but you know i'm gonna have a little bit more to play with and I don't want to fuck it up because there are things that I do need to say for and there are goals that I'm trying to reach that require strict monitoring of my income. So if you have any tips on what you and Vanessa do or what you did when you first like uh, ventured out on your own, Mm. I'd be greatly appreciated. All right, girl. Bye.
0: Bye. Hi, Queen. All right. So, congrats on the job. Congratulations. Um, One thing I would do is go ahead and make a sheet. So, one thing that we do is we have a sheet, like make a Google sheet every single month with all the bills are going to come out Mm -hmm. and when they're going to come out, and then um, different parts, different at different points during the month. Usually towards the end, we'll just go through and make sure that the money actually did come out. Um, So that's just how we keep track of like bills in that part. That part. As far as spending. I would give yourself a certain amount to spend per check.
1: Mm. So like say
0: like you know you go out a lot on the weekend. So say you need to give yourself you'll give yourself $500 uh to spend yeah. for entertainment or whatever, food, whatever that is. Um on top of you know your how much you need to put aside for bills how much you need to put aside for like gas and like groceries and that type of thing mm. so I, that's what i would do and then the rest put it in your savings please yes I think. save your money trump Ooh. is not gonna give a fuck about you in your in your in when you're old, none of that.
1: No, because uh, Social Security is probably depleting very very soon. Yeah. Um, and security. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that um, because I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> like mm-hmm. when it comes to my budget. Um, luckily, my I have like my mom. She helps not like helps financially, but she um, helps like because she's financial like financial counselor back at home. Mm-hmm. So she helps people with that, so it's lucky to have someone. Like, her to kind of help me figure out my budget or how much, like, when I'm taking home. Because I do tend to swipe first Mm. and then just be like, oh, okay, it's going to come out regardless. Everything's going to come out. But I do have, like, a list of bills that I know um, come out, like, at certain times because I have to break it up in two different paychecks. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think it's just, yeah, I I think it's all about saving, being smart with it. Like, I've had to learn, like, not like give myself a budget if I'm going out or if I'm mm-hmm. spending it on clothes like I can only spend a certain amount. Yeah. And that's it. And that's like including shipping and handling. And you know what you should taxes. do,
0: something else that's really helpful that I do? When you get paid, take out like $100 in cash. In cash. Yes. Yes. And cuz like something there's something about seeing your money like leave your wallet. Mm-hmm. Um there's something about that as opposed to swiping your card because you can swipe your card all day long. Oh
1: yes, and really. you will.
0: You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like, I would like take out some cash. That way, you can actually see the money going out. So then you went from hundred dollars to ten dollars, and it's only been two days. You're like, oh damn, I need to like chill out on my spending. Yeah, but you're not going to see that type of spending unless you lock into your bank account and actually look through everything. But right. Who knows when you're actually going to do that?
1: Yeah, and don't. And I know you probably you never even bought this up, especially because you just you're starting a new job and it's your first job ever. Congrats once again. Um, don't ever open up any credit cards, like ever in life ever like if I and luckily my mom taught me this if you can't buy it like when you like with the money in your pocket Mm -hmm. at that moment then you just can't afford it at that moment if I can't book a plane ticket or something like when I need to or whatever I need to do Mm -hmm. I'm just not going or I'm just not having it
0: yeah Um, or even have just like an emergency credit card yeah but you it's uh, like it
1: sparingly yeah like if you're going if you're staying at a hotel or something they need that deposit like Mm -hmm. that deposit use that but for the most part I oh my if I because I have one credit card but it literally just sits there.
0: I mean it's it's good for your credit though. Yeah, no, show like that you're like that you can pay off a credit card. Right. So like if you're gonna use it, like use it for like if you know you're gonna go out this weekend. And you're going to spend no more than like $75. Right, and right, you know right. that you can pay that shit off, you know, when you get paid. That's true. Go ahead and do that. Or like just for for gas, like $40 here, yeah. or whatever. Just be mindful that it does add up. Mm-hmm. And there is an interest rate. So be smart if you're going to get a credit card. Um, look at the interest rates and all that other bullshit. Cause you don't want to get caught up in a situation. Woo. So true. And it's,
1: um, I mean, I luckily, like I said, my mom, she actually put me on her credit cards. Mm-hmm. So I was just like a user on hers, but she would like keep obviously paying hers on time and that would help build my credit score, mm-hmm. which is very smart if you're like having kids or anything to do that because she started building my credit literally when I was like 12 mm-hmm. and she would put me on her credit cards or put me on things just because she knew she was paying them off like very quickly and it would go towards my credit score mm-hmm. and it was building it. Um, which helped a yeah. lot, especially now.
0: And now that you're making money, be mindful about your credit score. Ooh. Like, don't just don't go to Best Buy and get a fucking TV finance. Yeah, don't do that. Um, or just everybody like,
1: checks your credit score. Every when everybody. you get a phone,
0: like when you the first time I like got a real job. And I, like, got my own phone, my own phone plan for Verizon. They, like, cre- check your credit. Yes, they do. I didn't even know that. Because I, it's because
1: they they charge you a certain amount. Like, you if, they'll, if you have to put, like, a full down payment on it or something mm-hmm. like that. It's, like, everything. It's, um, your credit score is a, a huge reflection on who you are as a person, even if you had a big mess up or something. Mm-hmm. It's a huge reflection because people
0: won't do business with you. Please don't miss no payments. Ooh, get your life. Please do not miss any payments. You fuck up one time. Nope. And your credit score can go down, like, 20 points. Yes. And it's going to take, like, six months to a year to two years to just, like, raise it back up Ooh, again. Yes. So, so be so. mindful. But congratulations. Yes. So you got this. We love a growth. Mm-hmm. Next voicemail. Thank hey you, Jade. I just want to say I really appreciate your
2: work and what you've been doing for your YouTube page and all the things that you have been doing. I feel very much happy. And Thanks. I really do enjoy your podcast and also take your time since i i didn't hear uh the the last uh podcast um but i'm stoked to like get back on and listen to you
1: because you are awesome
0: I, oh, I just wanted to say nice things. No, I
1: love that. Thank I you. honestly love that when people just want to compliment you because mm-hmm. especially when it, it I think I feel I'm a firm believer of when compliments random compliments come at the perfect time when you yep. need it the most mm-hmm. And especially if you are just going through a line and you're just like not even thinking about it and somebody's like, oh, you know what you actually slay
0: mm-hmm. That's like yeah, yeah thank you level. girl. That's great. that makes me happy.
2: My question is: Is do you believe that thick thighs save lives? Like, are we
0: still doing that for twenty eighteen?
1: I is literally quoted that. that. Thick
0: thighs save lives. Let me know. don't oh. you take this one away?
1: Wow, well, I'm emotional right now <laughs> <laughs> because I literally just quoted that. So, if you are listening to this episode, which I know you are, yes, thick thighs save lives. They do um honestly being I think especially with me I have like had so many issues with like not issues but it's taken me a while to fully accept myself like Mm -hmm. all together me being who I am personality wise and me just being thickums. um and yeah I've come to this conclusion of like you know what be you and I think me being me has opened up the doors to like doing what I'm doing currently mm-hmm. and doing everything that I know I'm gonna be doing in the future. Yeah. So girl, get your man, get your woman, whatever you want, get them, get they. hmm Any person that yeah. you want, you will be able to get them. Because if somebody doesn't want it, screw them. hmm Somebody else will
0: I do love a good there. thigh. Who doesn't? I do love a good thigh, my Ooh,
1: man. Ooh. I love it.
0: Bitch, I was in New York on Monday and like I was nervous on my outfit because I went to the Trevor Live like you know oh yeah thing. I saw that how was that it was really fun yeah it was really fun I've been to one out here yeah yeah. I didn't know they even had one out here oh yeah yeah they do
1: I think uh, it's not it's probably not coming up anytime soon but it's more so in the fall out
0: here okay. in December yeah yeah because that's where I met it's Mariner. Yeah, come on um so I went, and, like, the, I didn't really have anything to wear, so I just, like, went to H&M real quick, and I got these pants. And they, were on, they were on super sale because they were, like, last season or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was the last pair they had, and it was a size 6. I'm a size 8. <laughs> um, they were a size 6. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make it work. Yeah. So, I like, you know, it's Monday. I'm about to leave for the event. I'm, like, getting dressed or whatever. I, put, I slip these pants on, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm just like, okay. Yes, cause the leg and then the thigh is like looks like it's squeak like about to bust out of these pants. Oh, like but really? in like a good way. Okay, though. that's what I'm saying like it's
1: voluptuous. Yeah, it was like, like... a
0: juicy like chicken apple sausage moment. Yeah. <gasps> yeah.
1: Oh my god, the yeah. post so made like, me back.
0: I was like, okay, yes. I can get with this because I have not been dieting, I have not been working out like I should be. Same, but in and it shows a little bit, but you know. Judging on how my how my legs and my thighs look in those pants, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that.
1: I, oh, I need to see some photos. You got some photos of?
0: Them? I sure do. Okay, good because that's I know. what I need to see. While we pull up the next one, let me just so yes, girl.
1: My photos. Thick thighs will always save lives till the end of the time. Mm-hmm. Quote me, Beyonce. Because oh my god, Beyonce's in a thickums moment right now. She sure is. That's why I'm like, I love Beyonce at her thickest, and I I just I'm living for her her ass cheeks, her thighs, like that. People are paying to get your thighs. Mm-hmm. Know that that's like self worth and like three babies, like three babies. I just need everything. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to shape myself as and Beyonce just teach me. She looks great. I love thighs. They're great. Hey Jade and Ernie's robotic to
2: all the Muslims out there. My question is, how did you learn to, or what steps did you take to become more confident in yourself in general, Mm
0: -hmm. and also when it comes to body confidence? Thanks. Okay. um, I'll start. So I did it by, I was literally just, I woke up one day and I was like, I don't like hating on myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just like, I'm tired of like looking at myself and feeling terrible about myself when in actuality... My tits are great. I mean, they're big and they're annoying and they're inconvenient, <laughs> but they're great. They're soft, um, supple, supple. Yes, And I know a whole lot of motherfuckers that would love to have these and get a get a grip. Um, and so I guess and that was like the, the one thing. That my you know comments kind of lingered on was was the size of my breast, but also just when it came down to just like what I was talking about earlier, just like identity, you know mm. issues and all that kind of thing, I was just like i I lose, I got tired of hating myself, yeah, I got tired of being my worst enemy. so I was like, you know what? We're just gonna switch this shit around, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna sit here and lie to myself either and act like there aren't X amount of bitches. That want this? Oh yes, just like there ain't X amount of bitches that want you. Oh, they do, and you that ask this question. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would just like get out of get out of your head because, like, you, I'm letting you know now you are your worst enemy. Like, you're gonna. I feel like we're so conditioned to kind of see ourselves and tear ourselves apart. Oh, especially with social media. Especially with social media. Uh. Um, so I, it's literally like changing the way that you view yourself, or like mm-hmm. programming or conditioning yourself to think of yourself in a higher regard. Yeah. You know?
1: I was actually told to literally get butt-ass naked once you're out the shower. Like, of course you're out the shower, you're naked. Drop the towel, look yourself in the mirror, and just be like, you know what? I love you.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: tell, like get into the mo- It's It feels stupid, like, in the beginning, but, like, once you do it, mm-hmm. like, you start appreciating, like, yes, like, these thighs are swinging, these boobies are going, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, ass is on stack. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those things where... And for me personally, it did. I will say it, it's a journey, and I think I'm still going oh, yeah. through that journey. Yeah. Um. Because I think there's certain things where one day I feel yes, you're slaying it, you're doing it. Then the next day, I just feel like I think there's certain things that I want to change. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I've most definitely control my thought process now, and I don't let it shape my mentality completely. Like, I don't want it to shift my emotional, st- like, status in that moment. Like, yeah. I don't want to I don't want it to drive me down, a, like, a spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think, it, and I, honestly, especially if you're young, I, and I don't know how old you are, I mean, and just even if you're older, I think it just takes time. I think you have to, one, enforce yourself for that. Like, enforce and make yourself accountable. Like, I'm going to love myself. I'm going to mm-hmm. compliment myself. Yeah. If someone else does it, I'm going to.
0: And I also believe that, like, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. Oh yes. Um, and I know that affirmations, like like you're saying, going looking at yourself in the mirror and like doing all that. But I also think that like true confidence is quiet. Mm-hmm. And I think I that it's that. okay that if you're not if you're not there yet, it's okay. Yeah. Like oh yeah, most deaf. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people kind of do this weird, are put on this weird version of themselves. Mm-hmm. To, like, cover up their insecurities. But because that weird version of themselves is so fucking bizarre and obnoxious and arrogant <laughs> no that sense. it sh- yeah. completely shows all your insecurities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would be honest about where you are uh, within your journey. But also just, like, understand that, it, like like Ryan was saying, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. And to find, out, find out the things about you that you do like and lead with that. Mm-hmm. And then let that branch off to, you know, finding out how to love all those other things that you are struggling with. Yes. Yeah. And that's it, girl. I totally agree. Ooh. Thank you all for those lovely uh, voicemails. They were so nice. They were so nice. They had such a great time. I love your like uh do you
1: call them fans, like as a creator? I
0: don't. Yeah, see I feel like I that's like weird it.
1: too. Like I just like we're all people at the end of the day. If I didn't do YouTube stuff, like yeah, like we would probably all <laughs> yeah. be friends in some way or form.
0: Yeah, I also just don't it just feels weird. It feels like I'm putting myself on a pedestal when I say yeah. that. I don't know yeah. like it. But um, anyway, y'all are great. Shout outs to y'all. If you want to leave us even more voicemails, you can at 213-787-7303. Call us anytime. Leave us a nice little voicemail with questions about anything you like. And now we're going to get into the final segment, The Message. Ooh. first okay please uh, let me get my papers together um, all right you have a whole paper I, had, I have two whole papers oh my goodness so um this first one might be tmi never but uh we're just gonna go we're just gonna go with it yeah no. i am 85 percent sure that i have ibs and wait Ir, irritable bowel syndrome okay okay i'm 85 percent sure that i have ibs and because of this i find myself going to the restroom a lot and i want to stop this weird hatred or this weird hate that humans put on other humans when it comes to um humans allowing their bodies to work that they like they're supposed to mm-hmm. um meaning if somebody farts around you obviously it doesn't smell good (laughs) it's a fart It's a fart. they couldn't hold it in you got to let their body do what it the fuck it's supposed to do if you walk into a bathroom and it smells like shit it's because somebody took a shit in there girl because that's what toilets are made for because that's what toilets are made for and you can't always hold in your shit and then there's people you know that have issues where they like really can't hold in their shit so um basically i'm gonna give you like the cleanest way i can like tell the story so no tell me i want it dirty uh, I deserve right. to have it dirty. So I um, went to work today and they treated us to pizza. Okay. And I brought my snacks today. And usually my snacks, I bring like a little baby bell cheese and like, you know, some other little things. Mm. So I have my two little slices of pizza and then I have my snacks, uh, which is a two little baby bell cheeses. Normally I don't have pizza. I just have those two little things cheese and that's it. Uh, that was a recipe for disaster. <laughs> so I, you know, had to go to the bathroom. And so I'm in the bathroom and doing my... Best, and a woman walks in, and she is just ugh, ugh. ugh. Are you kidding me? <sighs> like yeah. out loud? Why you? Out loud, <gasps> out loud.
1: Bitch, and that's so rude.
0: I'm thinking. At first, I was really embarrassed. I was like, li- I was, I was shaking. I was so embarrassed, oh. and I was like, you know what? I can't help it, girl. Yeah. This is my body. Yeah. Like this is what the fuck it's doing right now. I'm 26, going on 84. Like, what do you <laughs> want me to do? And so um i'm like excuse me excuse me and i get, not i couldn't even get the rest of my words out because as soon as i said as soon as i hit her with the second excuse me she left and i just had to own that moment because girl i'm in here shitting yeah girl, here. like it's a bathroom it's a bathroom i'm pretty sure i got ibs this is gonna happen often are understand you, me are you not, okay I mean, I know
1: you said you have your little cheeses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you? Do you think it's lactose intolerant because you had the pizza on top of the no, cheese and cheese I don't, and all that? Listen,
0: this is the thing. I I don't think I'm lactose intolerant because, like I said, I have cheese every day. I have yeah. milk every day. Maybe it's like I can only have a certain amount.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: which is probably what it is. Uh, maybe I just overdid it today. But it's just certain foods, like it doesn't matter. Just certain foods just set me off, and I don't know comes why. Comms are running. Yep, running, <laughs> running, running. Runnin'. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So I just want us to stop like hating on. On humans, you know, utilizing their bodies to their fullest potential, and especially that also crosses over to breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. If you see a woman breastfeeding her child, mind your fucking business, turn your head and keep the fuck I say on. I love to
1: see just a nipple just sitting out there, like a, just a boob, like a boob. Breasts just being are there. beautiful. Yes, they are. Breasts is, like are great. If
0: I have to like be walking home, or if I have to like be on be being an Uber or whatever, and seeing all you dudes with your shirts off and just like jogging every day, why? What's the problem with this girl? You know, feeding her child with her. Natural born titty milk. Yes. What's the problem? Agreed. So, and I've also lifted the rule. Um, So I used to have this obnoxious rule where nobody could take shits in my house. But then I realized, you know what? That's not always people's choice. Yeah. They can't, they can't control it sometimes. And so I have to be empathetic. Okay. And just, you know, you can shit in my house, just spray. Um, Don't be messy. Don't be gross. Right. And that's all. So I'm just gonna let the human body. Okay, do that's what they actually do.
1: personal growth on your end because you actually ended up being put into a like a situation like that, and yeah. you, you were like, you know what? Now
0: I see how I could have made other people feel. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that, and I don't think that anyone that takes a shit in my house is. is I don't think it's a personal attack. I used to think that it was like, a, <laughs> like I used to think that it was like a personal. Like, you so came I'm all the, the way, way
1: here, here to thing. shit.
0: <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you fucking joking? Sandra. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I no longer have those feelings anymore. And just people got it. People be shitting, y'all. Yeah. People, that's it. Honestly, hashtag that. People be shitting. People just be shitting. <laughs> um, so that's my first one. My second one I mentioned earlier. If you're not a dyke, don't say dyke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I watched a a video with a drag queen, Will William. William is his name.
1: William? Uh, Willem. 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 Yeah, Willem.
0: Willem. And William said the dyke word, like, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, and I was like, the first time I was like, okay, I got over it, but he kept saying it over and over and over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, this isn't okay. Yeah, because one, I don't know who the fuck told you. I know that you're not hanging around lesbians, right? You're not hanging around lesbians. You're hanging around a bunch of gay men, um, who also say the word dyke. And personally, I just don't feel that if you have, if you haven't experienced this experience you shouldn't say it then you just shouldn't say it yeah, and it's not even it's not even just say lesbian just say lesbian like i don't understand why people will fight for their use of of offensive words because mm-hmm. like if i was to say because there were many times where i've like been telling people like yo don't say dyke or hey don't say nigga and i'll tell them why and they're like well why can't i it's just because like you got said. why are you fighting me why are you trying to argue with me on this? Why? Why do you want to be offensive this bad? Yeah,
1: you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: just don't say it, okay? And um, yeah, those are my those are my two messages for today's episode.
1: Hey, those are some really good messages. Like people honestly, be people be shitting, and just don't say words you're not supposed to say because yeah. there's no purpose. Like so of fighting, fighting on it. On yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. I think my message is. It's, oh, I. Hate that I don't I don't want to be inspirational because I don't think I will be. Okay. I think this year has I've been out in Los Angeles for three years now. Mm -hmm. First year was trash, second year was like, oh okay. This year I feel like it has been completely unexpected and all pot like when it's unexpected, it's completely positive things that happen. Like Mm -hmm. when you're not feeling like you know every step. Um you're just And you're just letting, like, the universe take you where you're supposed to go. Mm -hmm. That's when everything falls in line. Um, And I know it could be, even for people that know what they want to do, maybe there's another way of getting to that place. To have more knowledge or Mm -hmm. just have more experience to get to that place. But there's another journey of that going there. Yeah. So I think for me alone, because I'm such a person that has to know every step and has to know what's coming in and what's going out. And finance is like, I'm just so like, I know, over that, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, I know (laughs) (laughs) I just I have really had to sit back and just be like, it's cool. Just, I'm just going to go with it mm-hmm. because now that I'm just going with it, I've met like wonderful people like you and I've gotten to do d- new experiences that I never thought that I would even be capable of doing and being a representation for people that feel like they haven't seen someone that looks like me, um, in the space. And mm-hmm. I think that's, has been like so incredible to me, even yeah. if my family doesn't really understand it. Cause my mom is still confused. I have to send her like people, like I know she knows, mm-hmm. like, like. I'm like interviewed Leah Thompson from uh, Back to the Future, all mm-hmm. that good stuff, and I interviewed um, uh, what is her, her book name? Was the Mother of Black Hollywood, uh, Jennifer Lewis? Yeah. Jennifer Lewis? Yes, yeah. I interviewed her, and I had to send her a video. I'm like, oh, this is what I'm doing. She's like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I think it's just one of those things where just if you don't, if you're just frustrating, you don't know where you're going next. Mm-hmm. Just chill out. Yeah. Just chill. Just the timing. Just follow it. Um.
0: And, yeah, also,
1: this is to Lost in my second one. Los Angeles, you guys have the worst, like, driving issues. I still can't get over mm. it. I know it's a part of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if I have it, if I'm sitting at the red light, it, it just turned green. <laughs> Do not <laughs> honk at me because I'm going. My foot just didn't move fast enough. Chill the fuck out. And I'm good. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. The only time that that is ever beneficial is when I'm in an Uber and I need and I need to be. Oh somewhere. yeah, totally. Yeah, That's the only time that Ubers that is and lips are completely different situations. They be speeding through these LA streets.
1: They <laughs> <Speeding>. do. <laughs> yeah, as long as I get there safely and I don't die, I'm mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I feel so honored for this to be my first oh, like girl. podcast. No, seriously, this is. Like, this is legendary.
0: Oh, yes. Like, this is legendary.
1: Hopefully, I didn't sound stupid.
0: I mean, I would pray for that every day in I my mean, life. Yeah, totally. Honestly. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's it for us. Where can people find you online? Um, online.
1: Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at the Slay God, T H E S L A Y G A W D. Um, and I don't know when this is airing, but I'm probably going to be launching a YouTube soon. Yes. So that's exciting. Um, check through. me out there. And then I have some other stuff that I'm working on that I'll be able to talk about very soon.
0: Yay. And y'all already know where to find me, Foxy Cat Mess, everywhere online. Thank you all for listening. Go ahead and subscribe if you have not subscribed and leave us comments wherever you listen to this podcast. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Do Not Disturb is a Reverie original podcast. Go ahead and download the app, the Reverie app that is, using code DND for 25 whole ass percent off for your first three months. This podcast is executive produced by Aaliyah J. Daniels. That's my girl. Shoutouts to you, Damian Pellicone, Chris Rodriguez, and Lashawn McGee. The show you're listening to right now was created and produced by your girl moi, but it is also sound engineered and edited by Bird Lambro.